Brought to you by Capital One, where you can open a savings account in about five minutes and earn five times the national average. Just imagine, five times more savings toward that overdue home edition, maybe even an addition on that edition. This is Banking Reimagined. What's in your wallet? Capital One and a member FDIC. The FT. At this time of year, my mind naturally turns to guff. Every December, I open the cupboard in which I store the worst examples of the year's jargon and begin the search for winners of my annual Golden Flannel Awards. This year, as ever, the cupboard is stuffed with ugly words and phrases that people have written or spoken in 2015. To pick a few at random, there is passionpreneur, there is delta to mean gap, there is to solutionize, to mindshare, and even to role model. All are new, and all reach new linguistic lows. There are two tragedies here. One is that people actually talk like this. The other is that the only person with a key to my guff cupboard who can enjoy its riches is me. The first of these tragedies has no remedy. Bullshitters will go on bullshitting. The law of bullshit, as I've often pointed out, dictates that the market for it has only one phase, the bull phase. Yet for the second tragedy, help is at hand. This year, the FT has decided to let readers rummage in my cupboard and marvel at the hideous pile of wretched words and phrases within. To this end, we have created Guffipedia, a repository for the terms that I've railed at over the years. You'll find previous year's golden flannel winners with chapter and verse from me on why they are so ghastly, in case you're too steeped in the stuff to be able to work it out for yourself. All my favourite Goliaths of Guff are credited, including Angela Ahrens, Dick Costolo and Tim Armstrong, as are some more obscure figures who've shown an outstanding dedication to drivel. The point of Guffopedia is not just for you to admire the extent of my Guff collection, but to help me curate it going forward, as they say in Guffish. I'm urging you to submit horrible new words and phrases, to have a stab at translating them into serviceable English, and to state where you found them. You don't need to name the perpetrator, though it would be nice if you did. Heard in a lift is fine, so long as it actually was. And if you get your entries in before the end of the year, they may end up winning a prize in my 2015 Golden Flannel Awards, announced the first week in January. To keep standards high at Guffopedia, I'll be strict about what I allow in. So if you've just started to get annoyed at the way people say, reach out, then Guffopedia is not for you. It's true that the phrase is annoying, but then it's been annoying these past 15 years at least. Neither do I want the stock examples that lazy people reach for whenever the subject of jargon is raised. There will be no open the kimono on Guffopedia as I've never heard anyone say that in earnest. Rumour has it that Jamie Dimon once used the phrase, but the only times I've heard it said are by people lamely protesting at how much they hate jargon. Not only will Guffopedia be a valuable work of reference, it will serve a higher purpose. This is not to shame business people into speaking with clarity, 
simplicity and elegance, as that is not going to happen. There are too many good reasons for continuing to talk guff. It makes you sound clever. It shows you belong to a club. It's an alternative to thinking. And, most important, it means that you can say things that sound decent but are actually meaningless. Very useful indeed. Instead, Guffopedia is conceived as a supportive club for bullshit ease. This last is another new word that I have plucked from my cupboard, only for once I rather like it. Its grammatical form is unpromising. Mentee, sponsee and tutee are much to be disparaged. But bullshitty gives us a neat way of talking about what being on the receiving end of bullshit is like. I found the word in an unusually dazzling bit of research by academics in Canada who presented people with words taken from Deepak Chopra's Twitter feed that were rearranged into extra meaningless aphorisms. Yet on reading phrases such as wholeness quiets infinite phenomena, many of the bullshitties claim to detect meaning. The more they a. believed in the paranormal and b. were fans of Mr Chopra, the more they judged the drivel to be profound. Extending these findings to management suggests that the more we accept the prevailing business culture and the more we rate the people who lead it, the greater the likelihood of us swallowing whatever they tell us, however nonsensical. Guffopedia is an invitation to stop swallowing. Next time you hear someone say, This deal, we feel, is the right deal to go forward. In the go-forward scenario, we plan on doing the deal which was precisely the bullshit AOL's Tim Armstrong spouted when it was bought by Verizon this year. Don't swallow it. Be a proactive bullshitty, spit it out, and send it our way. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, you might also like to try our Alpha Chat podcast presented by me, Cardiff Garcia, where each week FT writers, bloggers, and their invited guests will have a wonky, funny, and occasionally even irreverent chat about topics related to the financial markets and economics. Check it out at ft.com forward slash podcasts. Ready to start the next chapter of your career? Earn an executive MBA from Georgetown McDonough. Designed for working professionals and ranked number one in the world for international business by the Financial Times, the program features two global residencies, mentorship opportunities, a vibrant campus community, and the access only Washington, D.C. can offer. See how Georgetown's executive MBA can help you advance at choosegeorgetown.com slash EMBA.